Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. This edition of the podcast brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Stop spending a fortune on gimmicky shave tech you don't need. Make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. Get your first month for only 5 bucks with free shipping by going to dollarshaveclub.com slash standard. This is a very special bonus edition of the Crystal Clear Podcast. You can hear Bill every Friday here on the Daily Stand. That's when we do our Crystal Clear Podcast. On Saturday and Sunday, it's the Confab. So lots of great programming when you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Just go to weeklystandard.com. We got you covered. And Bill, I dragged you in here today because your Twitter feed set my iPhone on fire. I don't think it was the battery. Holy moly, your response to the president's firing of FBI Director James Comey. Uh, well, I'm sorry if I set your phone on fire. <laughs> I'm just trying to comment on it. I mean, it's a big deal. Uh, conservatives may think, uh, I may think that Jim Comey was not a very good FBI director, that it was perfectly legitimate and legal for the president to fire him. But to do it the way he did it, at the time he did it, with so little preparation, so little laying of the groundwork, inevitably makes this a big deal. Uh, and the defenses in the, what is it now, less than 24 hours since he did it have been so inept also that he's making it a bigger deal almost than it had to be. Well, you've given us uh, several things there. One is how Trump and Team Trump handled it, and that's an, an important point. But let's just start at the beginning. Yeah. What do you think of the president firing Comey? Well, why would you do it? I mean, you could do it because you are deeply concerned that the FBI isn't being run as efficiently as it could be, and you've studied that, and your attorney general has studied it, and your deputy attorney general, who's only been there two weeks, but has studied it, and you're going to upgrade the FBI. Fine. You do that all the time in government. You do that in every business, right? When you do that, you normally have a successor in place. You normally have prepared, since it's a public office and a Senate-confirmed office, you've prepared materials that show kind of the problems of morale or of execution. Instead, they threw stuff together at the last minute. Mm-hmm. They, they, he was fired because he was too mean to Hillary Clinton. Well, no, he's fired <laughs> because he was too mean to Donald Trump. Right? I mean, so, uh, I mean, if he really is concerned about the execution of the, F, the about how well the FBI is working, they haven't made that case at all. Uh, if he has real things to cover up with respect to Russia and Comey was getting too close, well, that's a problem, obviously, for Trump. And if he has nothing to hide, it's crazy. If he has nothing to hide. And Comey is a somewhat bumbling and sort of uh, arrogant and uh, publicity-seeking, perhaps, FBI director. I'm not sure that's true, but let's just say that that's what Trump thinks. Let him investigate it. I mean, he'll do it. He doesn't have that much credibility on either side, as Trump said, uh, if Trump that's correct. He'll investigate. He won't find anything. Then maybe when that's over, you can upgrade Mm -hmm. the FBI for the remaining three years of your term. So I do think just as a practical political matter, in terms of your own credibility, Mm -hmm. your own support on the Hill, uh, managing a tricky situation, which obviously it is, the Russia connection and Comey and all that, uh, it just shows a lack of judgment that itself is very worrisome. Mm -hmm. Leaving aside what Comey might have been finding or not finding, the actual way it was done makes you worry about the general level of ex- competence and execution in this White House. See, I, I'm, it's, it's so nice having a much smaller brain than you because I see things very simply. What Trump did is either sinister or stupid. Right. And watching him, I know how I'm voting. I, 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 my bet's down on stupid, always bet on stupid. I think that I, I see no indication at all this is anything other than his ego and his anger at the Sally Yates testimony right. and all coming together. And he in walks this very respected. Talk a little bit about uh, Rod uh, Rosenstein. Right, the Deputy the, the Attorney General. Yeah, Been there very, two weeks. I mean, so they were smarter. They did enough work to sort of, they realized, obviously, at some point, I'm assuming the White House counsel realized, well, we can't just right. have the president doing this. We need to have it look <laughs> as if it was a recommendation from the Justice Department. Sure. 
So they get these letters from Sessions and Rosenstein dated yesterday, so it's not like they've been sitting around for a week and that they had reviewed them. I don't know. Did Trump even meet with Rosenstein? That would be an interesting thing to find out. Again, these are things that if you're setting this up to do it in a sort of grown-up way, you there are ways to do it that would minimize the backlash. They didn't do any of that. As you say, maybe it's, it's just his recklessness, his, his annoyance. He's getting unfairly attacked. The guy doesn't, he doesn't like dealing with Comey. Comey's not... I, I was told by someone near the White House, I told a colleague of, of mine that's here at the Standard that, well, Comey's nice when he's with Trump, and then he goes up to Congress and is nice to them. It's like, well, welcome to Washington, right? <laughs> but if that annoys you so much, fine. I guess he's entitled to remove Comey. But, um, but uh, A, there's going to be, I mean, the idea that there wasn't right. going to be a huge backlash for some people in the White House apparently stop, thought. Stop, stop. I, I want you to say that again, slower for our okay. listeners, because I don't believe that that can be true. Did they really think? Well, I don't know. You're I the mean, second smart person I've heard say this. That they, the White House is really going, oh yeah, and then we're, what do we got? Well, we got but, lunch. But, I'm ordering some sandwiches. Well, we I know, but we know, we got, Michael. I mean, we know what their schedules were. They didn't th- plan to put anyone on TV last night, and then they scrambled at the last minute and they put Sean Spicer on, I guess, who hid Ke- in the bushes. Who hid in the bushes? Kellyanne Conway, who didn't know much, and then this morning, I think it was said, hey, look, it's inappropriate to question him. He runs the executive branch. He hires and fires who he wants. I'm sure the Senate will be happy to hear that they're just supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let uh, Trump hire and fire whoever he wants. Um, no, and, and and it is worrisome in the sense, as you say, if it's just stupid and reckless, that's itself worrisome, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is that? He's three months into being president. He's three and a half months. He's had a time to figure out how it works, how Washington works. Uh, that it's in a way, is, and that there's no one in the White House who could have told him that. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just say you didn't agree with this. Your rights previous or something. You think, oof, God, I don't know if the president should do this. He just can't be talked out of it. Fine. Give me 48 hours, Mr. President. Let me call some of our friends on the outside. Let me get some of the legal community. Let's look up the precedents of other presidents and whether they've fired people like FBI directors. Let's get to make a, some good materials that we can distribute. None of that. So they don't have the ability to tell the president to even slow down, let alone to reconsider right. a decision. That is genuinely worrisome for a guy, a president, who's obviously so impulsive, so moved by his own personal personal anger and annoyance and resentments. My theory on making a tough choice in politicians between a crook and a moron is vote the crook because a crook can choose to be honest. But a moron, what are you going to do? And I want to ask you, what is more disturbing? If it's true that there is some collusion with Russia back there somewhere, that somewhere an email went somewhere, or if President Trump really is so reckless that he could be handed a piece of paper and say, this is what I've been looking for. Do this now and just do it and bull forward. Which and, one's worse? And has, I think the second is almost as bad, honestly. I still think collusion with Russia would be pretty bad, but it is almost as bad. That's why I've been so worked up this morning. And that he has a White House that can't, and a cabinet apparently, mm-hmm. that doesn't, that can't deter him, talk him out of it, at least slow him down, at least do it in a way that is conceivably defensible. So, uh, no, it's... it's um, it's, it's a bad day. So that's why, I, and when I saw other conservatives either saying, some Republicans, not a big deal, or thank God Comey deserved it. And Comey, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's very hard to judge these things from the outside, but I'm open to the proposition that Comey was not a very good FBI director. I don't like the way at all that he handled Scooter Libby 10 years ago, et cetera. So, I, I mean, I'm open to the proposition that there was a reason to, to, to get rid of him, but there's a way to do it that's intelligent. Uh, and, and the degree, of, if you're a conservative, if you care about, conservative public policy or conservative judges, mm-hmm. he has hurt himself badly on the Hill. They, they voted for the health care bill, a lot of member, a lot of right. Republican members of Congress, you know, reluctantly, but you know what, let's help the Republican right. president with his first big vote. Will they vote for it again if it, in the Senate or when it comes back from the Senate to the House? If, he's, if they've lost confidence, this is where your point's important, in how he, 
just as capable of running things, let alone, you know, even if you assume that he's not colluding with Putin and all this. Uh, that, I think, is a question. He set up 10 uh, federal district and appellate court nominations uh, earlier this week that conservatives are very happy about. I'm sure the Democrats are now going to say, we're not confirming anyone right. until we have clarity about what happened. Now, you say, well, Mitch McConnell has 52 Republicans. He can steamroll them. I don't know. Can he hold Susan Collins right. and John McCain and those things? I don't but think does so. Does he want to? And those, to those judges don't get confirmed. So suddenly, if you're a conservative who has said, well, look, I have my issues with Trump and problems with Trump and questions about Trump, but at least we're going to get conservative policies and conservative appointments, this puts that into danger. Okay. Once again, Ray's great stuff. And I wanted to ask you about Comey specifically. So hang on to that thought. Okay. Also, I got to tell everyone about Dollar Shave Club because they're our sponsors of the podcast. Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. You get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's a no-brainer. I keep in my little bathroom gadgety place where the toothbrush and all that stuff goes, I have my Dollar Shave Club razor and my super expensive, my wife bought it because she got tired of seeing me getting nicks and cuts, and I resent every time I buy those blades razor. And you know what? You can't tell the difference by looking at them. Well, okay, actually, the Dollar Shave Club razor looks a little better. But the time I can really tell the difference is the price tag. <laughs> you save so much money. With Dollar Shave. So this is what I want you to do. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash weekly standard. For a limited time, new members get their first month with an executive razor, a tube of the Dr. Carver's Shave Butter, which is great, and it's only 5 bucks and free shipping. After that, razor's just a few bucks a month. It's a $15 value for $5. You can get it right now, dollarshaveclub.com slash standard. In your first month box, you get the awesome weighty handle, a full cassette of cartridges, and a tube of the shave butter. After that, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price. No hidden fees, no commitments, cancel anytime, but you won't want to once you go to dollarshaveclub.com slash standard. Okay, Bill, your comment about Mitch McConnell working his way through, you know, I'm, I'm going to get these judges through, I'm going to do what I did before. If you're Mitch McConnell, do you want to? Do you want to reward Donald Trump's bad, brand-damaging behavior? Do you want to tell him four months in that you can do something this dumb and hurtful, and don't worry, we are just going to get you back? This might be a teaching moment for Republicans trying to get a better presidency out of Donald Trump. Do you think that's a workable theory? I think it's possible. I mean, it's, he's not an easy guy to teach, and legislative that that applies to the degree of, in a way, subtlety for the legislative executive interactions that mm -hmm. isn't always the case. But no, I think that's right. If if Trump just if nothing happens now, McConnell says, right. "I'm sorry, I can't do anything for the next month." Uh, that would be interesting. And um, would Trump learn a lesson from that, or would he just lash out at McConnell? I don't know. Well, he might lash out at McConnell and learn a lesson. Yeah, because fair enough. Trump, he's a multitasker. You got to give him. Fair he's enough. like you, you know, doing yeah, TV. Thank you. I appreciate. Tweeting, I appreciate that. I appreciate like, that like comparison. That. Okay. Really. Someone's got to step up and at least provide some of the other side. Uh, I think you're too kind to Comey. You know, the Keystone Comey thesis holds up very, very well. And as the Wall Street Journal wrote today, the reality is Comey's always been most concerned with the politics of his own reputation. He styles himself as the last honest man in Washington as he dangled insinuations across his career about the George Bush White House surveillance. And they conclude that he behaves in a way that you don't want a law enforcement agency to behave. I think he's got a bad rep. Can you at least acknowledge that in the big pick, setting aside the circumstances, firing Comey is not a crazy notion. It's not crazy, but a lot depends on who replaces him. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the I 
would like to have an FBI that is well run, and let's see who we can get to. Rep- and who can he get to replace him? Let me ask that question. If you're if someone said to me on the phone this morning, I can get a federal district judge, someone of impeccable reputation, kind of bipartisan. Really? Does that person step down to be Donald Trump's nominee to be head? Of, not, he doesn't hire the head of the FBI. He nominates the head of the FBI. What happens in the Senate? I, this is where I think people who've been saying, you know, call me bad and Trump, a little bit erratic, a little bit hasty, but it'll work out fine. Maybe, but maybe not. Uh, I got to tell you. The confirmation hearings for Sheriff David Clark are going to be great Huge. Now, I want to say something right now. I said that joke yesterday. It was on Fox News today. Fox, I'm just joking. No, really? I'm just joking. No, no, no. No, no. He's got a lot of work to do there in Milwaukee. a lot of joking on this podcast. If Donald Trump, if you're listening, (laughs) do not not take me seriously and do not take Michael Graham Graham literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but then there's this other part. Even though it doesn't serve the bigger purpose by, you know, playing the hypocrisy card, the fact is Democrats have stepped on themselves. I mean, there's hypocrisy that's kind of within our usual experience. This suddenly discovering not just that Trump did something bad by firing a guy in the middle of an investigation that could involve him, but Comey this morning, a man of tremendous integrity. Wait a minute! You just said that he should be fired like three weeks ago. Well, I think okay, of course, Trump I mean, and Trump said that he was great, and right. I was firing yeah, sure. him. So, but my point is, these Democrats who are now lauding Comey yeah. as some kind of you know pr- hero, literally saying on the first day Hillary's in office, she's going to fire him. He stole the election. So, come on. No, fair, absolutely fair enough. Happy to criticize okay. all those Democratic senators, but th- this is a case where it doesn't matter that much. I mean, the, the president right. makes the decision; he's accountable. Look, if he gets someone good to replace Comey, if things kind of calm down, if it doesn't endanger the entire legislative agenda, if the actual investigation continues and Trump comes clean, is given a clean bill of health, uh, this will be a little footnote of a kind of early in the Trump administration, mm-hmm. a slightly wacky, you know, badly handled thing that ended up not mattering much, but it could matter a fair amount. Uh, last part of this conversation. There are a lot of reasons to not want independent investigations going on. Some of them are just the part of life that once you set someone loose, you know, you don't know where they're going to end up. And they may have perfectly good intentions. I think Ken Starr had good intentions. He had no plan on investigating what happened mm-hmm. late at night at You're the right. Oval Office. Then you also have the other part that you can get someone who decides to self-aggrandize. If I'm a guy like Donald Trump, with more skeletons in his closet than a Halloween party shop, do I want an independent investigator? And is there, whatever Comey costs you, wouldn't bearing the cost of Comey be better than that? Totally. Well, that's, again, the rational thinking. Uh, what did LBJ right. say? That it's better to have, he said it about Hoover, incidentally, about an FBI director. <laughs> it's better to have someone inside the tent pissing out than outside the tent pissing in. I think that's right. Look, I'm against an, a truly independent or special right. counsel. I think uh, Nino Scalia, one of his greatest dissents, was in that case in 81 or 82. And uh, it was alone in dissent and totally vindicated that it's not uh, people should report to someone else in the executive branch. So we, I think the question will then be who becomes the next FBI mm-hmm. director. Um, and that's going to be. But you don't think that the pressure for. I a think it'll be pretty great. But I, be... they, I think it could be deflected if you had a good FBI director who's respected by both parties and some assurance of. You you know, independ- in de facto independence in the investigation. I'm just against a legally sure. independent counsel. Yeah, I also think this is where the Republican mishandling of the investigation in Congress 
hurts. Because if you right. could say, well, don't worry about it. Right. Devin Nunez is on top of this. Well, can't really. Well, we did that. call editorially, what, two months ago already for a select committee, perhaps, right. of both houses to investigate this, which, again, would be another way to handle this. I mean, if they're so partisan, but if McConnell, Schumer, et cetera, could get together and have a mm-hmm. committee, you know, retired, sure. distinguished members of Joe Lieberman and John Kyle are going right. to come back and do this for 90 days with top-notch attorneys of, who served mm-hmm. in both the Bush and Obama White Houses, you know, you could imagine sure. something like that. Yeah, I think that's the way that Donald Trump is hoping this all ends up. I'm uh, hoping we don't have to have another special. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny. I was leaving the office. I was leaving the office yesterday afternoon, a little earlier, around five thirty, five fifteen, and I chatted with Mike Warren, and I said to Mike, um, yeah, "It's kind of a quiet couple of days." And Mike said, "Something will happen. But it's Trump. Something will happen by nine p.m." <laughs> and then I, I'm riding home, driving exactly. home, and then the nine phone, minutes later, yeah, exactly. it blows up. You probably found out before. James Comey did, and that's not cool. That is not that cool. That is problematic. Although it also gave us a chance to remember that the thinking in every TV newsroom is every story can be a car chase. Because yes. watching the f- helicopter that crazy? over, that was crazy. He's going to the airport, guys. You know where you know, Al, Al, AC Cowlings, whatever. AC isn't driving the car. He doesn't have a disguise and a sack full of cash in the back seat. But this is the world. We're just living in it. Bill Crystal, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Michael. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Daily Standard Podcast. You can find all our podcasts at weeklystandard.com or better still, just subscribe to them at iTunes or Google Play by searching Weekly Standard. When you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode of the Daily Standard, including our special features, the Confab every weekend and Crystal Clear every Friday. Plus, you can leave reviews of the podcast and let people know that you found content that you enjoy. Don't enjoy it? Have a question, comment, or complaint? Just email podcasts at weeklystandard.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.